G'day guys, Clint here and I'm recording episode number 40 of The Full Landscape with Sam Cattell from SA Trade Licensing. In this episode, we will cover trade licensing, how the difference between contractors licensing and supervisors is sometimes confused, the misconceptions and mistakes people make when they're applying for licensing, as well as how to move from one state to the other when it comes to licensing. If you're enjoying this content, please give it a like, subscribe, share it with your friends, And if you want to reach out to Sam about any licensing assistance, you can get him on his website, which we'll link up in the comments below. Thank you. So to get started, um, if you can, I guess, introduce yourself to the audience Mm -hmm. and give us a bit of a brief around... Uh, as far back as is relevant, I guess, to what you've done up until the point that you've started SA Trade Licensing. Mm, mm. Okay, nice. No worries. Um, so SA Trade Licensing, so I established that about six years ago. And prior to that, I was working for government, so consumer business services, yep. um, around different areas of it. Um, I initially started in the licensing department for solar builders and, and plumbing, gas, electrical yep. licensing component. Uh, but then, um, as government does, they kind of move you around, try different areas. Um, which was at the time was perfect for me because I'm just cutting my teeth into it. Mm-hmm. Um, got a gig in um, fair trading, and that opened up my eyes very quickly um, for the different types of um, issues that are around, um, you know, licensing, um, yeah, consumer law, all the rest of it as well, and obviously dealing with, with people negotiating between customers and, and tradies. And the rest so of what it. almost doing. Um like conflict resolution yeah pretty much conciliation yep. yeah all the rest of it yep spot yep. on um, and that was you get thrown in the deep end which was good um, mm. it was a good way to learn um, well I guess there's no gentle like oh this customer's an easy one you can have this one first spot on yeah. and what they'll do is they'll put you on the phones um, yep. for a four hour stint yep. and um, it's yeah you you because you obviously have no idea what's coming through yeah um, so yeah you learn very quickly on how to, <laughs> how to talk to people that's good though yeah. I think learning at that level then it I think it, it would almost be good for anyone in that department to start there spot on yeah. yep spot on and the good thing is too is because then you, you get gets to the point where you can you can have that ability uh, eventually to be able to talk to all different types of people yep. in, in industry or consumers all the rest of it yep. as well and you can really apply that after wherever you move to after as well yep. especially trying to conciliate and negotiate as well so uh, that worked out very well um, and then went back to licensing um, in, in consumer affairs and formerly the old OCPA yep. um, and then did stint there for about five years so it was about six about six years in total yep. um, in, in CBS um, and then prior to that, um, I was uh, just in, I just bumping around the different types of uh, government departments, tax and health yep. and all the rest of it, just as admin um, yep. and doing uni as well. Finished off a management degree um, yep. before that too. Um, and just getting practical on-site experience for top of building work while I was doing that. Mm-hmm. So then it really, um, 2000 and, um, 2015, it really came to a head where I'd done everything I needed to do for government. So road shows, um, management level kind of work, um, uh, kind of technical um, licensing side of things. And I thought there's there's a big gap between tradies and guys that aren't qualified. Mm. So just guys who just with on-site experience um, applying for a license, but then um, having no idea what to do mm. and getting really conflicted advice. It's daunting. It is. Yeah. And the thing is too, when I say conflicted advice, um, it's not necessarily, it, it, I'm not going to pick on one person. It's everyone's got different views on how they would mm. approach licensing and based on their experiences. Yep. But everyone, it's case by case. Well, I don't even know that the, the conflicting advice would be coming from the government either. I mm. think that a lot of the time it's, um, oh yeah, my mate did that and this is what happened. Or you've got the other side of the coin where people with licenses 
um, who are competing with the with people who might need help are reluctant to help them because they're like, well, I had to go through the hard yards to get this, so you can too. Spot on. Which and is not what the government wants. Exactly. And the other catch too with government is that we have to, uh, we as I say we when I working <laughs> there, um, we had to remain impartial too. So yeah. so when guys would call up or come in face to face and ask for advice, you know, what can I do? You know, this is my business, blah, blah, blah. We'd say, here's an information sheet. Here's what it is. Because we, that's we black and white. Exactly. Yeah. And the thing is, we don't know what their business structure, how they're doing their business, yeah. um, you know, as obviously running for the, um, like the, the types of conditions and all the rest that they, they want to apply for. And if we stick our neck out and say, that, that that this is what you should go for mm. and it doesn't work then you know there's, there's obviously an issue there mm. so um so we had to be very impartial which was tricky for the guys because uh, obviously the tradies because they they needed that assistance so yeah and you're we, humans as well so it's mm. hard to be it's interesting like when if you if you have that situation happen with a bank or an insurance company that person's protected by a layer of um other people and they're like oh sorry mate you got declined by who are oh, the department i want to talk to them can't talk to them it's not me it's them whereas you're at the cold face in that role mm. and yeah you kind of mm. don't have that layering spot on obviously because it's government but government, yeah yeah exactly so so yeah so that was that was the point so kind of it reached a point finished uni at the yep. same time because i was doing that part-time um while i was in government as well because i obviously didn't finish it off when i was younger so yep. I realized the importance of it later younger this bloke looks like he's 30 yeah yeah <laughs> almost 40 and <laughs> that's that yeah. um coastal living hack. i clean my, i clean myself up today when it yeah. got a facial that's it um so yeah, so we um, yeah just hit a point there, and um, and I knew there wasn't anyone else doing what I was doing. What is there now even like no. with you? Because that's the, I look at that. I, this you're the like I guess into this blue ocean, and I'm going like, a you're probably really busy. B this is probably going to make you even busier, mm. and then there's no competition, which is kind of dis- not disappointing because it's good for you, but. Mm-hmm. You need, I think that it's a it's a great business, mm. and there needs to be more access to that information. That's why I wanted to do this podcast, mm. just even if um, it it's not necessarily to drive work towards you, but at least to go, okay, hey, this is Sam. He's approachable. He's mm. normal. He's mm. a normal human. You can he'll help you. Um, or these are the six or ten questions that are com- kind of commonly asked by mm. the people I'm dealing with, mm. and they're mm. like, oh, okay, that's interesting. I, I thought it would be harder than that. I thought it would be different to that. So, mm. yeah. And yes, what on? Yeah, exactly. And and the the trick is too is that if you want to do this type of job, as in what I'm doing for licensing side of things, I I, I would I'd confidently say that you can't do it unless you've worked in licensing. Yeah. You just can't. Because yep. the thing is the amount of info sheets and, and everything on There's no class you can go to at night to learn how to do this. There's nothing. Yeah. So so in theory the competition is quite low for me. Well the competition will be whoever you hire and yeah. train that leaves and starts a competing business. Spot on. Yeah. <laughs> So that'll yeah. be what happens next. It's, it's a tricky one. Yeah, yeah. I know. And I'm, I'm resisting. So yeah, yeah, I think I get that. I mean, yeah. I had someone say to me a while back, like you will be the training ground for the future of irrigation. And I was like, I don't want to be that. I want mm. them to stay. But mm. the reality is if you have ambitions to grow, mm. it's going to happen. Yeah, so. spot on. So yeah, so started that one. Um, and the other catch, of course, because no one had done it here in South Australia anyway. I know mm. there's other places interstate. Not sure if they'd worked in licensing before or not. I'm yeah. not too sure. But for South Australia, I really had no idea um, how to price accordingly as yeah. well, um, and you know processes and all the rest of it. Yeah. I knew that once an application got into licensing, I knew exactly what I needed to do there. Yeah, but it was everything up until that point. Yeah, and knowing what your time's worth per hour, which right. is something that I think the government encouraged you to do for your builder's license to go to the accounting course. Mm-hmm. But now you're in the other side where you're running a business and you're like well how much should i be charging per hour how long is it going to take yep. so were you you're just finding your feet in the early right. years uh, early at least two two years first two years i wouldn't difficult is the wrong word to say it's more just in the sense of building trust 
because people knew about me just purely because of licensing. Oh, there's that Sam guy from licensing. I've yep. dealt with him before, right? But then now I'm out in corporate, they'll go, well, what angle has he got? Mm. And so to try and build that brand and say, look, I'm not here to try and just take money for no reason. I'm yep. actually trying to obviously add value, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that took a couple of years, definitely. Yep. Um, and it was obviously wasn't profitable for those first few years. Yep. Um, but then typical Adelaide, as soon as you start doing some good work for people, referral-based, yep. and um, it's basically now, uh, it's been yeah, six years, um, I would say 70 to 75% of my business is referral yep. and the rest is Google. Yep. So it's great, you know, it's, it's a good yeah. feeling. And Google being that you're running S, like paid search or just the fact yeah. that the website's up and it's the only one of its kind. Yeah, all organic. Yep. So yep. I actually learned, I was very lucky, a friend of mine, a good friend of mine is actually a videographer, yep. um, but he's also very good with the computers and SEO and all yep. the rest of it. Um, he actually taught me that. So yep. from the start, yep. um, hey, basic level, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was enough to yep. get to the point. So now ranking just below CBS. Yep. So um, yeah, but look, it took a couple of years to get to yep. that point. Um, but yeah, so it's all organic, yep. which I'm very lucky with yep. because obviously saving those advertising costs. Well, the so, age of the website, the name's appropriate. I understand a dirtier raw amount of SEO as well mm. and the name's perfect for it because it's exactly what people are looking for mm. so you've got the right domain without it being too tacky as yep. in because you can go really tacky with domains and then Google will see past it yep. and now the domain's obviously at least six years old so you've got age trust so even if a competitor comes into play now they're going to have to pay for SEO to try and jump you spot on and then yep. you can just engage an SEO company yep. I've got a good one if you get stuck oh, thank you and then yeah. you just tr- climb back up straight away because yeah. you've got that history. Yeah. So, right, I looked at your website beforehand and I've got an idea of who you work with, but if you can you go into detail about the, the kind of trades or businesses that you're working with in South Australia? Like, mm. it's, I'm, obviously, I'm asking from a landscaping standpoint, but mm. I'm guessing it's beyond that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is, yeah. And uh, landscaping might be a small percentage of it. Look, it, it's funny enough, it, it actually isn't. It's actually quite a big uh, part of it. Um, there's only really three, area, three key areas that are consistent, yep. I find. Um, landscaping, which I would define... Uh, loosely as well loosely as your paving retaining walls fencing yep. um, or, um, external work basically external thank yep. you yeah external couples floors verandas yep. all the rest of it um, a lot of those guys a lot of demand there and everyone's case by case based on experience yep. then the other the other key one is your new build residential um, and renovations group yep and then you got your tier one, two, and three civil that are trying to go to the next level. Mm. So they've already got a, a license to build a house or a two-story building or whatever, and now they're trying to increase their. Yeah, actually, surprisingly, most 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 of them top out here in Adelaide um, yep. or South Australia, um, especially country. Uh, they'll top out around two-story, yep. maybe three, a little bit. Yep. But everyone's really gone from say renovations um, up to uh, new build one, like yep. residential one, resi two. Yep. Uh, they won't want to go much higher. Than no, that. no, just based on demand. But civil. Civil's a big one for yep. me too because once you get into the civil game and they one big tier one, two, whatever yep. knows you, then yep. they'll refer you on to other ones as well. Yeah, okay. So, so that referral basis is solid. Yeah, that it yeah. is, yeah. And um, that, that took years. That yep. took years of trust to get there. Yeah. So electricians and plumbers seem to be across the stuff. They do their apprenticeship. That, that um, pathway is kind of pretty cleanly laid out for them it's effectively set yeah, yeah it like is. you finish yeah. that you get your license spot on yeah Every, and yep. the government departments actually talk to each other for that one too yep. so once they finish their apprenticeships um they'll um like their their, their paperwork will effectively be sent to licensing yeah. and then it's up to the guy to apply yep. but the reality is for me there's just there's, there's nothing there because it's such there's a no regulated. support required nah. yeah because nah. i guess and i'm probably no more plumber than electrical but there's obviously industry bodies that they're members of spot master on. plumbers yep that have got a lot more water has gone under their bridge than the master landscapers, for example, because it's such a new body. Mm, mm. So they've already been through this 
200 times 300 times in yep. the last two years they can just go well, we've learned from experience this is what happens yep. so Spot on. There, there was relationships with them at the start when i was originally starting off because yep. i just knew them through government yep. as well um but the reality was is that there was no real business for me and they knew that yep. and I, the angle for me too I, I try to be and i tell this to most guys on the phone i try to be brutally honest to the point that i say look if you don't need me you don't need me don't use me yeah, no I'll because you, yeah. it's it, the thing and the reality is too is if you're honest with these guys the referral base will come after that anyway that's all yeah. business yeah um so. and i've seen it and do it all the time even if you're you do need me but i'm too busy to help you i'll point you in the direction of someone that can help you mm. and next time they need help they'll call you they won't call the other person mm, because it's just yeah. it's that basic trust yeah. so what those guys the landscapers the builders mm. um talk to me about what what they would get you to do so what like they ring you up and they're like i need a license i, I don't I, I have no idea where to start what how do you what do you do how do you get involved I think the, the first que- uh, two two main questions I'll ask them: um, What's your business structure? Yep. Because in, that is it a sole trader partnership company? Partnership company. Yep. yep spot on. Because um, that directly affects how your application is going to go. Yep. Um, and then they'll either have no idea, which is fine, and then I, I won't give them that advice. So I'll say, look, here's what the most common approach is. Mm-hmm. That's you know case by case. Speak to your accountant yep. and the rest of it. I'll tell them the pros and cons for that one. Um, but the most important one is the conditions to apply for. Yep. That, that's the biggest one by far. And yep. that's the one I try to really nip in the bud at the start. Um, but the reality is too, is that I'm not physically seeing their work. So yep. I can only go based on what they tell me. Yep. So I, um, we have to be really careful on obviously that type of advice. But I will spend a fair bit of time on the conditions. So when you say conditions, if for, an exa- for example, I'm a landscaper. Mm. Um, all I want to be able to do is pave people's houses, build retaining walls to a meter, mm. um, pool coping, plant plants mm. no pergolas no pools all that kind of stuff yep. when you say conditions what does that refer to like the actual things that you want included on the back of your license that's spot the on. conditions yep spot on so yep. those yep. things I've just described so yep. rainwater tanks would be its own thing yep. stormwater ops or whatever Naughty. Yep. so you need to really extract that information you do because yeah. if you miss one yeah, it's a pain. It, it look, it's a pain. It, it's more, it's a pain for them because it's more money for them. Because yeah. the problem is that if we miss one and then we apply and they get the license, which is great for them, yep. but then they're going to uh, pay associated upgrade fees yep. as well, right? Sit the yep. interview again. It's time and money. So we try and get that information out of them at the start. Yep. The one thing I would like to mention today for you as well, because it's actually just started the first of January yep. uh, this year as well, uh, never been done before is that the position for licensing, which I'm telling people on the phone as well now, um, is that you you should not, I shouldn't say cannot, but you should not apply, uh, let's say for, uh, for retaining walls. If you're applying for retaining walls, which is unrestricted yep. versus under a meter or up to a meter, if you can't put in writing that you've done a minimum of four of those separate jobs before, yep. um, they licensing are hesitant, I won't yep. say they won't, but they're hesitant to uh, issue a technical interview yep. based on that condition. Yep. So before that, it was more, if your intention is, you got maybe one or two or whatever, chuck it on there, yep. let's see how you go. So that takes me to a really like weird point. How do you build four retaining walls that high without a license? Working as an example. Working to, for someone. Okay. Yeah. As an employee or a contractor? Employee. Okay. Employee. So, and if you were an employee of that company, yes. that company would have its own license? Yes. Under a proprietary limited structure? Or, or sole trader. Or a sole trader. Yeah, whatever. Yep. So a company has a license mm. and that's a builder's license. Yes. And then the, the person has a supervisor's license? Spot on. Ideally? Yeah, ideally. Or, or they need one? Uh, you talking about the person wanting to. Whoever's on the site building yeah. the wall has to have the supervisor's yeah, license. Yeah, yeah. And then they would say, I'm going out on my own. I want to upgrade from a supervisor's license to a builder's license. Mm-hmm. So to get the supervisor's license mm. for that size wall, you'd have to work under a supervisor and then apply for a supervisor's license. Yes. And then you work your way up. Legally, technically, yeah. yes. And look, this is, that's yeah. what I'm trying to work yeah, out because, sure. mm. um, you know, for some, it's like that whole 
um, when you're trying to get a job, you need experience, but you need the job to get experience. Yep, to in, just experience. in a normal in a normal world, like if you wanted to go work at, at, a, at a, in a sales role where mm. you don't need a license. So I look at this and go, well, how are these guys supposed to get enough experience doing that mm. um, without being hacky or literally, like I had a builder's license for a period in 09 I had I was licensed to do walls up to a meter mm. and I don't think I'd ever built one but I needed I'd never we had our own business yeah. I left a sales role started a construction business right. yeah. construction business is being very liberal with words we, we, put, we did some basic irrigation and lawn mm. and then I'd had no experience so I had to go do it myself so really you can't just start a business and do that you, you kind of have to go through that it, or it's preferred it's going to be looked upon more favorably if you've gone through that progression spot on yep. and, and that's the thing all experience is is counted yep um regardless of how you got it even if you th- dobbed yourself in for building a wall unlicensed <laughs> and that's that's the thing and that's that's the position of of licensing where they'll yeah they'll well, before the first of jan this year yep. it was more liberal yeah um uh, now it's it's not mm. and i mean rightfully so too right? and is that to pull and it in line with other states or is sa so sa has kind of pulled itself up to, to like if you were in victoria new south wales mm. that was already the case oh for sure yeah and and there's and there certificates involved as well yep. too right um i wouldn't know the extent of them but there were definitely there was a qualification pathway yep. and also experience as well yep. as part of it, it so you'd go to tafe and get a cert three cert four in whatever whatever yeah. so whether it's construction management or whatever or mm. or plumbing or whatever mm-hmm. and then that's part of the application okay Spot on. cool and i think the other thing too is that it's you this new kind of uh, rule has come in, um, which isn't really advertised, but you, you'll find out as part of the application Which process. you kind of right. want to know beforehand. Spot Hence on. why you engage. Exactly. So trade yeah. licensing. Spot on. Yep. Add right there. <laughs> That's it. Um, but the, the other thing is too, is because the pathway here before that was, a, you know, it was perceived that it was a little bit easier. I mean, mm. there, there was still the risk of you failing in the interview. Well, I did. Right? I failed yeah. the, I, I got licensed for retaining walls up to a meter, but not paving. Yeah. But I had no idea what I was talking about. I yeah. shouldn't have got the license. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, my whole life's been me trying to convince people I know what I'm doing yeah. <laughs> in the moment. And yeah, Okbar yeah, wasn't the place to be pulling that shit. So, mm-hmm. um, so the, the landscaper, you kind of, or whoever it is, you try and extract those conditions out, out of them verbally um, and try, try and get as much as possible, but they really need to have evidence that they've done stormwater, they've done this, they've done mm. that, they've done that, they've done that to spot get on. for it to be looked upon favorably. Spot on. Now. And, yep, spot on. And evidence is, is a pretty loose term as well. Um, so the guys have always uh, put in the application uh, references yep. uh, and photos. Yep. The position of licensing, and I tried, and I put this on the website. Um, I saw about the photos on the website yep, before. Thank you. you, and I always try and tell people. Yep. Uh, photos, we get people taking photos of other people's work all the time. Yep. Can't trust it, yep. unless you're doing a selfie in it, which is, <laughs> I've seen it plenty of times, right? Uh, so so what of, video would be more, if you, if there was video of you actually doing the work, yeah, but they're prob- not going to watch it. Yeah, that's the thing yeah. too. And it's purely, it's not that they don't want to, it's, uh, it's the problem is time, yep, mm-hmm. and uploading as well. It's actually not allowed on the yep. too as part of the application yep. process, so it's a bit tricky. Yep. Um, so photos... Don't do photos. Yep. References. Nobody writes a bad reference. Yep, so I know that. why would we trust it? Yep. So yeah. So the 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 angle is um, is and this is as part of my service. I've got a template, of course, yep. um, that uh, will get you to list all the different types of jobs yep. and kind of a, a, a kind of structure of how to set that out yep. as well. So the key thing for us is consistency of work and multiple jobs. Yep. So and doesn't matter. You can we can go back about say seven years, okay. maybe like ten if you're pushing it, as long yep. as it's consistent work. Um, but we just want to see consistency work over the last seven years. Because that's really hard if you can't produce written references because that's how I got mine. Like mm. We needed three references. This mm. is 10 years ago mm. for work, people that have been done work for. Mm. But 
yeah, without producing evidence in writing of either of those, the, it's the only thing I could see happening is that someone actually comes out and evaluates you building something. Yeah, and cost. Imagine yeah, that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I think back in the day, uh, early 90s, mid-90s, I think they did do that. Yeah. Uh, but not, yeah, not anymore, obviously. Yeah, yeah. like how when my, uh, my parents got their driver's license by just driving around the block yeah. <laughs> in, in a cop car. <laughs> um, so I, 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 got, I guess I've got a question here about, um, I guess, talk about the common mis- mistakes or misconceptions people have around licensing. Mm. I think you've probably touched on some of it there around mistakes being that. Is there... Is there anything you can expand on around the common mistakes or misconceptions that people have around licensing in South Australia? Um, I think it's the one of the big ones is um, understanding the difference between being a contractor and a supervisor. That's one of the questions I've got further down. So mm. you, you spend a couple of minutes on that for me. Yeah. So best best way to view it, and then this pulls in line with subcontractor, which is yep. another issue that kind of pops up as well, a misconception as well. Yep. Um, so best way to think about it is a supervisor's license is effectively I mean this there's no legal definition of this but this is how I word it um, a supervisor's license is effectively a worker's license yep that's all it is so your license to work for, for a person that has the license above that that's it yep. that's all it is so it's basically you're sitting that interview yep um, in order to um, uh, get a worker's license yep um, to then physically do the work and sign off on the work yep. That's all it is. Yep. And then when you talk about a contractor's license, which technically is a completely separate license, yep. but it's under the same number, yep. it's a separate license altogether. In order to satisfy that, you must do your two business units, yep. police which clearance. Which is the accounting and, and legal. Spot on. Police yep. clear, clearance Points. and then go through the interview process. Yeah, well, yep. see, that's the thing. So, and that's where it kind of gets missed. Oh, yeah, it gets confused a, bit, a little bit there. So you've got your contractors, two business units, police clearance. Um, you can actually apply right now if you do your two business units and police clearance. Yep. But the problem is, is that the government or CBS will not issue you a contractor's license unless you have an appropriately nominated supervisor. Okay, so right now I own a business, proprietary limited company. I can the company can get a contractor's license, yes. but I have to have a supervisor Spot under on. the company. If that supervisor leaves, I'm effectively trading outside of the law. Yep. If I've just got other people doing the work. If I'm the direct sole director of the company, do I need a contractor's license, or the company has the contractor's license? And are, is there a difference? Sure is. Yeah. So um, it all best way to view it, just from a practical point. Yep. It all it's all got to do with the ABN. Yep. So as, as soon as that ABN is a company, and yep. that's not you personally, then the company itself will hold the license. Yep. You personally um, obviously run the operational director point of view, yep. but you it's not your license to have. So if I sell the company, the license stays with the company. Spot on. Yep. That's it. So you um, and so what a lot of guys will do is they'll set up. Um, uh, a perfect example would be they would start as a sole trader first yep. um, uh, and then get that license, obviously, a sole trader as a contractor. Then they'll, accountant six months later will say, oh, look, you know, your revenue's yep. starting to creep in, blah, 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 um, set up as a company. Yep. The misconception is, um, oh, well, look, I've got my sole trader's license, so I'll just change it over to a yep. company. The reality is you can't transfer licenses, yep. right? So um, you actually, you technically, you need to reapply again. Well, you can't transfer a sole trader license, mm, but you a, can a transfer a co- so to a company, but a company yeah. can sell their company and it keeps the license. Yes. Or oh, because it's not transferring, it's staying with the, 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 staying the company. The company. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's effective. As soon as you change ABNs, yep. best, way, best way I try to explain to everyone, as soon as you change ABNs, um, it's a new application, new yep. license. So if you've got a supervisor's license and you leave to go out on your own, mm-hmm. you can't perform that work. No. No. You have to be on. under a contractor's license. Spot on. So then you can try to upgrade to your contractor's license using evidentiary support or go through that process and say, all right, I've got my supervisor's license. I've done four years of this. I've built walls above this size. I've done at least seven of them. I've done it here. Um, Here's my application for my contractor's license. Mm -hmm. If you get that, then you can go out. Not even that. No, no, much easier. 
So because you've already got your supervisor's ticket, yep. you've, you've done all the evidentiary yep. um, requirements for on-site. Yep. So you've got that license. Oh, the, it's the course. Yeah, that's all it is. So it's literally just the course and the police clearance. And that's all it is. It's guaranteed. After. And those, like I did that course in 2009, mm. I'd say my license has lapsed and it really doesn't bother me. <laughs> if I wanted to go for that contractor's license again, mm. does that 10-year-old course count still? Well... Good question. Uh, years ago, it didn't. No, um, and you'd have to re- you'd have to uh, show evidence. I've on. done it pretty recently. Yeah, yep. spot on. Uh, these days now, because there's evidence yep. that there was a, a previous company license, yep. and you were the sole director. Yep, I was. That, a, it was a partnership license, I reckon. So I was a partnership. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So that you reapply. Yeah, you'd reapply. But look, as long as you can show evidence of those completed business units, yep. it's still relevant. Yeah. So that's fine. Yeah, mm. that was an interesting thing. Like we were probably. We knocked out, and this is not advice, and this is nothing to do with Sam, but I did those two. We did we did the two ten week courses in three hours. Mm. <laughs> so what 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 I've heard what I've heard there, and I'm happy to say this is, um, depending which providers you go through, yep. um, it's if they stretch out the um, the the core. Well, I think not the core hours is the wrong word. I think yep. it's whatever it is. The, the, the contact hours, or whatever. Yeah. Yep. If they, we did it via correspondence. Yeah. If they do it, if they stretch out the hours, um, the funding yep. uh, can uh, increase based on yeah. that as well. So we did it through exactly. TAFE, and we rocked up, and I was like, I know this stuff. We've been running businesses for a long time. Mm-hmm. We understand it. Yep. She's like, Yeah, cool. Yeah. I get you. Yeah. Let's see it. So yeah. just, um, just one other thing too, just only because just, it's just important, I think. Um, uh, we were talking before about the contractor's license. Yep. So getting a contractor's license, you need to find a nominated supervisor. Yep. So the, as a, and they have to be an employee. Can they be a contractor? No, they can be a contractor yep, as well. Cool. Yeah, that's fine. Yep. yep. As long as they sign a document to state that, but yep. that's no worries at all. And um, have their own insurances, which is not really consumer uh, business yeah. concern. No, yep. it's not. But yeah, as long as yep. it's effectively you sign that document, then yep. you know, it's up to you to have your insurances yep. and stuff. That's fine. Um, but best way to view it though, is that when you get a, uh, when you find an, a supervisor, or it could just be you yep. because you run the company and you want to also be the supervisor. Yeah, you it is complete control Small of it, company which yeah. makes sense um, you just got to remember that the company license or contractor's license whatever structure it is that will always piggyback off the supervisor's license conditions yep you can't you can't yeah have a bigger conditional yeah. base than the one below spot it. on yep. that's that's a big problem where guys will go they say oh but I want the company to do this you know yep. scope but then the supervisor's license so um, you got to be really careful about that the, the biggest issue I find um, just in, in general for licensing is uh, vetting supervisors yeah. if it's not going to be you yep. because people will say they can do it yep and they'll show you a card that's expired. Yep. Um, you really need to go on the government website and see. And you can check that with the license number. Spot on. From a consumer standpoint, if a consumer wants to go check a builder's license, that's something that they've got complete access to. They yep. type the number in Spot on. and that's, it says yep. what they're qualified to do. Yep. Um, so if a company is doing work for the for someone, their construction license number would be different to the super supervisor's license number. Yes, what should a consumer be looking at? The construction number? Yes. Yeah, because yep. that's it has to have covered the one below it. Spot on. Cool. Yep. All right. And it's and effectively the, the contract is with the company. Yep. So therefore that's that's kind of the risk and liabilities it, it ultimately is through the company. So we have to through there. So what are the risks for a company mm-hmm. if they're under licensed or unlicensed to do work that they've performed and mm-hmm. completed? 
Um, well, there's an obvious insurance risk. Yep. So what will happen with the company is that they'll, they'll always take out their public liability yep. because just everyone knows to do that just by default. Yep. Um, under terms and conditions, under all these public liability um, uh, policies, it will state on there, you must hold the appropriate license in your relevant state and jurisdiction. Yep. Um, it's not the onus of the insurer to check that. Yep. So what will happen is, uh, generally speaking, <laughs> without being legal advice, yep. is that when, if you were to do work, let's say... Um, a We'll stick to the landscaping side of things. Um, you got a license for paving um, and retaining walls, but then you ended up doing a carport, uh, do a pergola, right? Because yep. a recent example of this. Did a pergola, um, and that wasn't, and you weren't licensed to do so. Something happened, it collapsed. Yep. Um, then the uh, public liability, that won't pay out on any yep. of that, any risk to injury on site. Yep. That just, it just won't. So you'll put a claim in, yep. and they'll accept it, but they'll always then check. they'll go check it. They'll just go check well, it. Well, that's yeah. an insurance company's job to not exactly. pay claims. Yeah. Um, I've heard that if that you're not licensed to that, yeah. the client doesn't legally have to pay you for the work. Ah, so this is yeah, it's yes and no. Yeah. Um, this this is obviously going down the path of legal advice. So, so it's case by case, sort of, yep. sort of. Um, so what what I've kind of uh, what I'm aware of um, is that, and this is advice that is given out by Fair Trading as well yep. um, across all states. I think um, is that yes, the the uh, customer won't need to pay for um, labor, yep. but they need to pay for materials. Okay, cool. Yep. Uh, because there's there's no doubt that the materials were supplied. Just, yeah. Regardless. No, yeah. Yeah. You don't need a license to supply materials. So, no. it, it, so that's Tell it. me about it. Yeah. That's why I went into supply. Yeah. <laughs> no licensing required. So yeah, so that that's a big thing. And that's where customers will, obviously they're frustrated, you know. Um, well, if it's got to the point where they're not paying, it's usually because something's gone wrong. Mm. For the only, I mean, you, the only way you, it would be worse than that as if there was someone maliciously like I'm going to hire a non a non qualified person just to get something built. Which, unfortunately, cheap. yeah, yeah. It happens a lot. Right? Well, yeah, if you've got good knowledge of that, which mm-hmm. I've just helped highlight for more people, but don't do that to your tradespeople. <laughs> um, okay, so that was the the under uh, the under license thing was something that was that was in my mind this morning when I was thinking about the podcast. Mm. I'm guessing that. Um, you're seeing people as much for under licensing as much as unlicensing. Mm, that yeah. they're trying to get that next thing onto their license. Spot on. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And it's so the the upgrades um, are a big thing um, for that. A lot of the time too, the 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 tradies, so the person who holds a license or doesn't doesn't realise that the scope of what they're doing really actually needs a builder's license. Um, just perfect example would just be um, just yeah basic fencing. Yep. Um, a Good neighbour. Yeah, good neighbour fencing. Yep, spot on. Yeah, yeah a lot of guys just think that it's it's not uh, covered under builders licensing because, and the reality is too, is because they don't see their competitor with a BLD license number mm. as well, right? So, so it's it's constantly validated in a circle. Internally, yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. So a lot of that happens too. Um, I try to tell the guys that look, especially if they've been issued a warning letter from from licensing too, which is very common because their yep. compliance part of it is, it's yeah, it's it's pretty robust to that, and it's very easy to find guys without a license so they use I'm assuming Facebook advertising like they'll go find it yep they've done a fence yep. once their builder's license they don't have it here's mm. your warning yep spot yep. on yep and obviously consumer that's com- simple yeah, and that, reporting that's yeah consumer complaints all the and competitive reporting yeah spot on yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming there's a bit of that <laughs> yeah um, so the you're obviously South Australian based this podcast will be watched around the world because it's so popular <laughs> the um, is a South Australian license recognised in other states or vice versa? On the face of it, it is. Yep. Um, definitely. Um, there's a couple of tricks with it, though. So uh, when we... Uh, we'll stick with the landscaping side of things. Yep. Um, with with that, it is a bit tricky because um, each state has 
competing versions of their definition of, say, landscape, perfect example. Yep. So a lot of other states, eastern states, or even Queensland or the rest of it, um, they've got a specific condition of landscaping. Yep. Um, but then how does that convert over to South Australia or vice versa? So guys that are based here and mutually, it's called mutual recognition, right? So they yep. mutually recognize over to that state for you know, a couple of jobs or whatever it is. Um, it is the discretion of that state-based authority of how they're going to interpret the conditions. So they would they check that? They'll definitely check. As in, like, if you're the builder yeah. or you're a landscaper, fall in love, move to Queensland, mm. want to start working over there, what's the best course of action to contact their local business? Uh, best, yeah, the only course of action, yep. really, um, is to speak to the regulator yep. over there. Um, don't, uh, don't just start. Yeah, don't just start because the, yeah, they're looking for this all the time. So this is more a case of ask for permission over forgiveness. Whereas I like doing it the other way. This is probably not the kind of situation where you ask for forgiveness. Yep. Yep. Cool. Yep. Spot on. And so, so that's the thing. And the just one thing I just do want to mention though, because this catches guys out a lot of the time, uh, because the company structure is so popular now too, obviously separating risk and all the rest yep. of it, which we're all in the same game with yep. that. Um, the problem is mutual recognition only covers um, trans. We'll just call it a transfer, a transfer of license to another state for a natural person. Yep. It doesn't cover entities. Companies. So, a yeah, an individual's construction license can be transferred. Instantly. Yep. 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 But a company can't. No. So that's where I'm guessing your tier one, tier two, large commercial landscapers that are moving into other states, they need to reapply for their construction license for the company. I mean, a lot of cases, they're registering new companies in that state anyway mm. to, for even further protection of mm. their companies. Mm-hmm. So they'd go through the whole process. I'm guessing if they've gone, they've got a company license in South Australia, they go to open in Western Australia. Yep. When they get there, they're like, well, we've already got a company license over here. This mm. is the kind of structure we're going to follow. They don't have to go reapply. Well, that I'm assuming it would be a smoother transition. Smoother, yeah. Yep. So each state, it is WA, unfortunately, actually, I don't know, to yep. be honest, but uh, just Queensland, for example. Well, WA is not even Australia anymore. So it's, <laughs> yeah. Wax it. It's, <laughs> yeah. So don't worry about That's that. That's it. Uh, but I, I definitely comment about Queensland. The, the Queensland one is, there actually, there actually questions in there in the application to say, look, yes, it is a new application. Yep. However, do you hold a current license yep. equivalent in another state? Yep. So that they will make it easier for you. Um, to do it but you just need to know that yes it is a new application and the reason why I say that is because mutual recognition is is the, the perception is it's it basically instant to get a yep. license because you get in, issued like an interim license yep. in that state Queensland for example the company license because it's a new application it's not instant yep. so you are then stuck with that processing time which yep. could be you know two to seven weeks it doesn't matter okay so, so seven yeah. weeks would be a, a long process long, for, long, for long, any long. state yep. yeah, so long, yeah, two weeks okay yeah, so that was going to be one of my questions like yeah. you, you know how long are you waiting to because mm. so, I'm assuming the, the department are upgrading people's licenses every day it's not like you wait till the end of a calendar year and everyone gets upgraded on January yeah. 1st like it's a rolling process especially with licensing here um, it is it's very difficult to gauge a good a good wait time would be four weeks. Yep. Uh, three three to four weeks to yep. be fair. Uh, a bad wait time. Um, it, it got it got to twenty weeks. Uh, it had nothing to do with South Australia. There was some a lot of demand from interstate coming over here, so it actually blew out the times, which was not not usual. Um, so the, a bad wait time is about eight to nine weeks. Okay. Um, but look, it, to be fair to CBS as well, I should give them a plug for this as well. Um, they're, they're well aware of the wait times and they're yep. always trying to adjust it yep. because, I mean, it affects me. It affects a lot of guys as well because the amount of applications I put through too. And the last thing I want to be doing to say to guys is, yeah, look, wait time should be about four weeks. Yep. All of a sudden it jumps to eight. Yep. And it, it's just not, yeah, it's not fair. Well, as much as they're a government department, they're, they're a business as well. And there's, I guess, a level of service there 
because it's the desire of the government to have work performed by licensed contractors. Spot on. Only. Yep. And if they make that process hard or arduous or make take too long, people aren't going to do it. Spot on. And they're going to break the law as much as they shouldn't. Yep. So. Yep. Exactly right. Um, we talked a little bit about, um, I guess, things that like fencing that's that's under a license. Is there anything out there that you're seeing now that you think like should be licensed for that isn't? Like I, I think about lawn. I don't think you need to be licensed to lay lawn no, just, or plant just, plants just, or spread mulch. Yeah, no, no, not that. Just just the um the site prep though. Yep. The site prep is. So that's not licensed? Or uh, it is? It is. It is. It is and yeah, it should be. Should be, yeah. It's machinery. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Dull yeah. before you dig in jazz. Spot yep. on, yeah. But the actual laying of artificial lawn and then lawn and all yep. the rest of it, yeah, not, not covered under. Yep. Um, yeah, it's a good question. Because artificial, yeah. like laying normal lawn is pretty forgiving. Yeah. You lay artificial lawn incorrectly, mm. that's bad. Mm. Like there's... That's not as easy. that's probably harder to fix than a bad paving job sometimes because yeah. it's one single sheet. Yes, well, yeah. um, anything come to like jump out for you that you're like it's been a bee in your bonnet for? Uh, unfortunately, it doesn't relate to your industry though. Yep. Sorry, um, <laughs> that's good. Throw uh, someone else under the bus. Yeah, sorry. Um, it's it's actually more it's more so recent. Um, yep. It's. Uh, because of the home builder grants that have come through yep. and the, just the, the surge in demand for renovations yep. um, and new builds and all the rest of it um, for residential yep. mainly, um, there's the conditions that are available at the moment are uh, renovations, alterations and renovations, uh, but that's not limited to the class. So that's alterations, renos for residential and commercial. Yep. So when you sit that interview, you are getting tested on both of those. Yeah, okay. uh, but the reality is a lot of these guys, they, they're not in the commercial space at so all. So it should be split. Yeah. yeah. And I, look, it's something I'm, I'm raising. I'm yep. pushing with them as well because I actually think it would be fairer for the trades and yep. it would act, it would be more, it'd activate more compliance as yep. well for it. Yep. Um, Which and, is the goal. Spot on. Yep. And reducing uh, failing the interview as yep. well. Because a lot of these guys, if they don't go through me, which is obviously is what it is, yep. um, they're not expecting commercial questions when they come in because they think it's... They think yeah, it's I was just building houses, yeah. yeah they're like, it's the same thing. Okay, yeah. that's a good point. So that is one, but unfortunately for your industry, yeah, there's not, not much that... Not much pops up. It's pretty well covered me. now. Look, it, the only the only other thing is is um, is the actual condition of landscaping. Yep. Uh, but that's that's been going around for years because of the one. word is so broad. Yeah, and each state has their own interpretation of it as well. So it's it, it's a hard one. Um, yep. I honestly don't have a, a comment oh, on. Good. I just that's don't cool. know. I, yeah. This doesn't always have to be an answer. Yeah. Is there something that you? Um, so that was that's not. So there is there something that you think is odd that does require licensing at the moment like um it's i don't know if does, this is going to upset <laughs> d'artagnan but it's painting i've got a friend who's a painter yeah, yeah, yeah. does paint painting obviously if you're going to be a painter you require yes, a license yes yes um is there different levels of that no no, no. Well, look there's, there's two versions painting yep. and painting and decorating yep. that's okay. what it is yeah that's it um that's, so if you don't have your painting and decorating yeah you can't uh, like refix timbers and plaster you can only paint yeah yeah, yeah, that's it. However, to be fair, um, for for licensing though, they do make the interview process much simpler for yep. the painting guys yep. because they know that it's it's obviously at the at the lower end of, yep. of a construction uh, yep. license. So yeah, so there there is an opportunity um, of if you apply that you may not need to sit the technical interview for painting as yep. well too. That's one of the only conditions that yep. they will do that. Everything else technical interview, it's, yep. it's basically guaranteed. Yep. Um, but the painting's the only kind of one that varies on that. Okay, yeah. Um. I've asked those ones. So I've, I've, I put it out to our, our trade client base um, this morning just to get an idea of what people, what was at the front of their mind and I've got a few questions that have come from that. So you've already explained the structure between construct. So there was, company has their construction license and then a supervisor has their 
supervisor's license, which is a worker's license. There's yep. nothing else around that. No, no, that's just no. the two license yep. categories. So, um, say you were a landscape designer and you were designing people's backyards, mm-hmm. and then the client was like, "Look, I, I really like working with you. Mm-hmm. Can you help me find some landscapers to do the work um, and run the job for me?" Yeah. What would their licensing requirement be if they're not performing any work? Yeah. And they're either not so there's two sides to this they're charging the whole job and making a profit and then running the contractor as they're they become the construction i think i've answered my own question um or externally to that they're super they're watching over the like work making sure it's getting done yep but they're not charging the client at all so the construction is getting charged by the construction company spot on yep really common question in fair trading as well really common best way i like to explain it is it's all about the flow of money yep that's it don't don't yeah don't confuse anything else yep as long as um, if, if you as the designer gets that money from the customer as, yep. as per contract yep. um, and then you're a, you're a subcontractor in the work, yep. you then require a company contractor's license. And the subcontractor only requires a supervisor's yes. license yep, spot on. to do work under your... Oh, well, no, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. So if you're, if you're subcontracting the work out, sorry, yep. that's wrong, sorry. If you're subcontracting the work out, yep. then that person requires supervisor and contractor's and license. Then, and you need a contractor's license yeah. above that. And that was one thing I should have raised before too because yep. I, was, I was on the tip of my tongue yep. is that um, uh, people will confuse and rightfully so that a subcontractor is not the same as a contractor for, yep. for the purposes of licensing. Yep. They're identical. Yep. There's no difference in it at all. Yep. So if you're a subby, you still should be holding your own contractor's, contractor's license, license as well. Yeah. As an individual or a company. Yes. Company contract to company or company contracts to subcontractor, individual sole trader partnership. Yep. So they go the other way. So they go that way. They can still charge the client for their services, mm-hmm. but the flow of money for the actual work has to go to the... Sorry, slapping the table has to go to the person doing the work. Yeah, spot on. It's it's, a, it's like a referral arrangement, yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. So that's how we try and word it. If it's yep. a referral arrangement, there's there's no. Uh, yeah, cool. That's good. I think that'll definitely answer the question for the person that was interested. Mm. Um, another question that came up: I'm a landscaper. I've got um, my landscape. I've got my license to do retaining walls to five meters. Or I don't even know what the limits are. Yeah, stupid, unrestricted. Yep. Stupid retaining walls. Yep. Um, everything else. I'm now interested in becoming a builder or having that ability to build outdoor rooms into pools mm. what's the process for them to upgrade that license so they need to go do a building course or yeah they're kind of doing a lot of that work already yeah how much time you got it's a big answer 12 minutes it's a big answer yeah uh, so, so it's case by case case definitely case by case best best way to view it for everyone is that as soon as you are doing any type of renovation or addition yep um, an extension is the the common word but yep. we define it as addition right so as you do any type of renovation or addition that's structural the key word is structural. Um, then if it's an upgrade or if it's a new application, doesn't matter. It's the same process. Yep. Um, you must, if this is on the proviso that they, these guys are going to actually upgrade as contractors as well. So yep. not just as workers. That's the person in question would be. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Um, so if you're going to do an upgrade on that, um, not only do you need to declare um, in your work history that you've already done a minimum of those four types of jobs before yep. or else you will not get a technical interview. Yep. All right. Um, that's number one. And then number two is the government since 1st of October last year. Um, there was a couple of dates, but we'll just use 1st of October. Um, they've introduced new requirements that a if it's a company or sole trader, whatever it is, one of those persons running the business, yep. um, whatever business it is, must complete an additional four units of study within a cert four building package. Okay. Yep. So it's mandatory. Yep. And then also they must supply um, evidence of the QBE builder's warranty insurance. Yep. It's a, it's a certificate of eligibility, not yep. actually the insurance policy. So this this person, say they've been running their company for fifteen years, they were a landscaper for five years prior to that, and that's all they've ever done. Yep. 
how are they supposed they can't they do they stop running their business and go work for someone to learn how to build that like that's a challenging unfortunately that is that's what we're facing right now yep. so start from the start of this year that's yep. what's happening um so yeah. if they they should have done this licensing two years ago they would have been smoother yeah <laughs> he'll will, he will love that answer and unfortunately i'm, I'm hearing it every day yeah yeah it's um, just, just a timing thing can they hire a supervisor that's done that work and then upgrade their construction license yeah spot on so that's the kind of actually what i'm advising a lot of the guys yep. at the moment is if you got if you've got a mate that's it has a ticket in some type of renovations or additions type yep. of thing nominate them onto your company license yep. for example yep. but the catch is is that yes you can do that but still let's call it a company yep. One director yep. must still satisfy those four extra. That's units. fine, and I'm I'm sure yeah. that the guys that I'm talking to would happily yeah. go do the study. Yeah, but they can't stop running their business to go build houses for a year. Yep, underneath someone. Yep, so that makes it a lot more practical. Yep, bring in someone, use them. Yep, genuinely. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then push yourself up. Yeah, kind of thing. and the and the good thing is too those those four units because um, then they'll get experience in building those four yep. or seven or whatever spot on with yep. that guy working yep. all okay. relevant yep. yep absolutely cool. it's all considered yeah and those those four units um, you can actually through providers and providers that I use as well I've got a preferred provider um, you can um, do it all online hundred percent online yeah as cool well too so at least you can do it at home too you yep. just chip away at it well that's the thing these guys are already doing twelve hours a day yeah, in the yeah. daylight yeah exactly yeah. so the I had a mess a question from a plumber who I didn't quite understand the question it might make sense to you he's mm. like can you do a license upgrade from Cert 4 Plumbing to Restricted Builders License? Ah, uh, yeah, no, I get it. That's cool. So you you can, but it's not under the plumbing license. Yep, that's that's the difference. So you have a two licenses, license numbers. Basically, but what's what license CBS is trying to what they've been doing for years is trying to do is is you know reduce the cost of contractor licenses. Yep. Yes, you will have two licenses because under plumbing you've got to have your plumbing workers license mm. always, which is your supervisor's license. Or uh, is it called a plumbing? Actually, called a plumbing workers yep. license. Yeah, um, and that's through because of the regulator. Um, they need for um, signing off on. Um, COCs and yep. all the rest of it so they, they need to hold that license always um, which is entitled to them after the apprenticeship but then what CBS will do is they say alright you want to be a contractor for plumbing obviously because you don't use Cert 4 in plumbing yep. uh, but then you want to do perfect examples bathroom renovations for these guys yeah. right? it's yep. really common so and that's fine and they're mostly doing it anyway um, so what CBS will do is they'll say alright we will allow you to have a builder's license as a, as a contractor for um, uh, plumbing so we'll actually take that condition of plumbing contractor from you know the, that license over to the building. We yep. recognize it there, so you can effectively contract for plumbing under your builder's license, yep. and then we'll allow you to add on bathroom renovations as long as you sit and pass that technical interview for bathroom renovations. And have evidence that you've done. So, But you yeah. have to qualify for the technical interview now, which means you have to have evidence yes. that you've done them. Yes. Cool. Which, look, for a lot of these plumbers, it shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, yeah it shouldn't be a problem. Yeah. So are you busy at the moment? Like... Is it, is it a crazy time and has COVID affected you in one way or the other or? So, and look, I, yeah, I'm not whinging. All yeah. right? I really don't want to have that kind of perception I'm whinging um, yeah. because yeah, it's good to be busy, uh, yeah. especially for this time. Um, when COVID hit properly in March for all of us, um, phone my phone stopped ringing for two yeah. weeks, which, yeah. you know, like for everyone. Well, everyone um, was just yeah, calibrating, I think. Spot on, trying to absorb, figure out what's going on. Um, and then after that, it has literally not stopped. Uh, it's been unbelievable. And it's it's all different types of building industry as yep. well too. So everyone's doing it. Well, the market's not had that. No. And now you're here and they're like, oh, good, here, yeah. here's some money. Fix my shit. It's like right that's ultimately probably the whole sentence. And there's not enough workers yeah. too. I mean, just as an example too, like I, I, got, I want a guy to do a paving job for me just, just at home because I just don't have time yep. to, to even look at it. Um, put out three quotes. Yep. I did not hear from all three. No, no, that, Nothing. that's yeah. right now. I, yeah. I know I'm, I'm not kidding. You give me 20 landscapers right now, I'll give them jobs. Mm. Like the, South Australia is screaming for it. And I'm, 
I'm critical at times about the delivery of government support and the the speed at which it's getting delivered. Um, and I talk to people that are part of, um, you know, government departments. They're like, no, they're doing a great job. I'm like, okay, well, none of this work. There's no workers to do this work. Mm. But, mm-hmm. you know, there's, you're not, it's, you know, I always say it's good to be busy to a point. And I, I understand exactly what you mean. Because once I start letting people down, I feel sick. Yes. And I don't like that. Yep, spot on. And there's only so much work you can do, especially as a sole trader, well, not a sole trader, yeah, but yeah. as an individual that's yeah. working on their own. Um, so what, just tell people to stop calling you for a bit. Like, we'll just put it out <laughs> yeah, there. that's it. Thanks. <laughs> All right. If people do want to get in touch with you, is yes. your, your website looked pretty detailed. That's your preferred, you've got that contact form on your website? Yeah, so contact form, email as well. Yep. Just just send an email. Yep. Um, it doesn't have to be formal. It could be yep. anything. Just just it, the key thing for me. Just all, start the conversation. Start the conversation. Yep. All I really am interested in initially, because then I'm happy to chat after on the phone. Yep. I'm just really interested to know business structure yep. and what type of conditions you want uh, to apply for based yep. on your experience, not what you want in the future. Yep. Because unfortunately that's kind of cut off now. Yep. So yeah, so it's, I, I can mention of course what the pathway is after for yeah. the fu- in the future, yep. but um, yeah, just, just to get a good good summary of that yep. and then happen to have a chat after right. I have the phone. So that's all I've got. If anyone's got any questions for Sam, um, this will obviously be up on YouTube and all the audio platforms. Um, you can obviously email him direct and ask him questions and he'll probably charge you to answer them or <laughs> no, nah, he won't. Um, chuck your questions in the comments underneath the video. Obviously, if you've enjoyed watching this or listening to it, please share it with anyone that you think that might be interested in it. Um, give it a like and a subscribe if you're looking at it on YouTube. Um, I'm guessing you're not on Instagram and Facebook. Sorry, and, no, 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 very no. busy yeah. for that. Yeah. I'm guessing what you do doesn't deliver a lot of beautiful pictures as well. No, it'll just on. be pictures yeah. of paper on desks. Yeah, and yeah. it's all government paperwork. It's not. Not exciting. Cool. Well, thanks for coming in. I really hope that that's uh, shone some light. Um, It's definitely helped me understand it and I'm not inside it. Mm. So for the guys that are actually doing this day-to-day, I reckon that would would have cleared up a lot. So thank you very much. I appreciate it. um, It's good. Thank you. Yeah. That is that. (laughs) 